This is your life, God's truth. Your QFM. It's Phil, and I've got a couple of guests in the studio. Very excited to talk to uh, Jeff Meyer, who's over here to my right. And we're going to start with Jeff here in a minute. Also, Dr. Doug Carriger with Wounded Spirits Ministries. And uh, Jeff, I have got to know you quite well over the last couple of years. Uh, resident of Bemidji, uh, Army veteran, of course. Yep. Back to school, uh, becoming a, a counselor part of our Bible study. You are one of these guys that know a lot about the Lord and his word, which we really appreciate that about you, Jeff. And oh, thank you. Yeah, no, and, and just that's, passionate. That's extremely passionate, flattering. What passionate do you want? for the Lord. And, <laughs> and I remember, was it a year ago that we did the interview with Dr. Carrigan? Uh, Has it been even probably, more than that? No, it's probably been about a year. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we, we learned more about what this Wounded Spirits ministry was around the nation. But now... You are going to have a Wounded Spirits retreat just outside of Bemidji later on this year in October, Correct. Yep. which is a big undertaking. It isn't is a it? huge undertaking. Yeah, um, I you know it's just one of those things that kind of fell out of the good idea pinata, but it has gotten to be <laughs> yeah. its own entity now, yeah. and it's really I mean the logistics behind it. You know, was, like I said, this was just started out as a good idea for me and and something I wanted to do and and. I've wanted to do it for, go. For, for a while, yeah. you know, for a couple of years, and it just never really got any traction. Then all of a sudden, this last year, it just kind of, God started mm. opening up doors, we started meeting people, and, and we, you know, the, the main thing was getting the facility. Where are we going to hold right. this thing at? And uh, once that happened, it was just like, all these things started falling into place. And Yeah, and it was time to get Dr. Carriger here. Correct. Obviously, he doesn't live uh, here, and so how long has Dr. Carriger been here now? A couple of days? Yep. Uh, yeah, he yeah. showed up late Wednesday night. Okay. Um, so we we missed our Wednesday night church service, but uh, we uh, we got him in here and we took <laughs> off uh, very first thing Monday morning, or uh, I'm yeah. sorry, Thursday morning. With uh, we started breakfast with uh, our mayor, and we've been it's just been a like whirlwind running ever since. ever since. Yeah. And this is one of the stops on your agenda is to come to the <laughs> QFM studio, and we are honored to have you both, Dr. Carriger. Welcome. Good to see you. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, because you hail from where now? I live in Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. And I remember when we talked on the phone with Jeff and uh, a year or so ago that this is just an incredible passion of yours. You also a longtime veteran of the Army, correct? Yes, sir. 26 okay. years. And where did this happen that, you know, God brought you this passion to help in the area of wounded spirits and PTSD, for example? Well, great question. So uh, back in 1993, I actually had a dear friend of mine die in my arms. He uh uh, to make a long story short, his left ventricular artery blew off the side of his heart. I didn't know that after we had taken a PT test and uh, he fell flat on the ground. I, I went into CPR. He had a cut on his lip. You could see the sand on his eyes. You knew something was wrong. And over the next few minutes, we you know called the medics and I gave him CPR and mouth to mouth. His blood just flowed down my throat. And I mean, every everything bad that could come out of a situation like that came out of that situation. But little did I know that everything good that could come out of a situation like that came out of that situation. And so wow. uh, from that time, God saved me. God used that particular incident uh, for someone to share the gospel with me, and I accepted him, and I accepted Jesus. And uh, the years went by, and I, I found myself suffering from these characteristics that so many people suffer from mm -hmm. with PTSD, things like guilt. You know, it should have been me had I done something different, uh, being suicidal. Uh, I dealt with, you know, this idea of anger, 
all these different things, you know, why me? Why am I going through this? What's all this coming from? And then I sat down and I just wanted to look at each thing I was dealing with. You know, I'm dealing with anger. I'm dealing with being suicidal. I'm dealing with guilt. What does God's word have to say about each one of those characteristics? And and thank God he just did a work with me. And I took a bunch of notes and uh, I probably wrote a thousand pages of stuff. And through that, God gave me clarity. Uh, he showed me that in Acts 17 that he knows the before and the after times of our habitation. So he decides when we're going to start living and when we're going to stop living. And so I put all this together. And then I met a young man who uh, had come back from uh, Iraq and he was dealing with all kinds of issues. And I said, you know what? I can help you out. Uh, I know what it's like to go through some of these things. Let me show you word for word what I went through. And I was able to help this young man out. And God used his word, how he used it in my heart to help this young man. And they said, you know, you should write a book. So in 2014, I wrote, wrote the book, Wounded Spirits, A Biblical Approach to PTSD, just kind of a Bible study book. It's the first book out of six that I've written now. And the idea was just for people to be able to sit down with a pastor, to, uh, you know, someone else in the church and and look at the Word of God and what it has to say about what you're going through. And through that, someone said, would you guys do a camp or a workshop here? At camp Joy, Wisconsin was our first stop. And we did a camp there, and they, they literally held the camp live, so the chapel services live on the local radio station. Hmm. And by the end of the week, we had 150 people come in. And uh, so many folks were dealing with PTSD. It was unbelievable. So from that, we've grown to the place where uh, the most camps we've had at any given time. Uh, in 2019, we had 41 camps around the country. Wow. We saw 5,000 people come through and get help. Uh, uh, over 1,200 of them accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And uh, for every 25 people, if you want to think about this statistic, for every 25 people that come through a local church group or a uh, a seminar or a workshop, one person will not commit suicide uh, mm. because of that group. That's how God uses it. Mm. PTSD was something that you know, I think we all started to hear about. Wow, I, th- I think it's 20 years ago, maybe something like that. And it yeah. seemed to be associated with the military, guys coming back from active war and that sort of thing. But it goes way beyond that, doesn't it, PTSD? It sure does. And, you know, a matter of fact, with the first conference, we – we were thinking, you know how you sit around and you try to do numbers and understand what's happening? And so we sat down and we believed that more than one third of the people we would see were military veterans coming back suffering from PTSD. Yeah. Uh, we felt like a third of the people we were going to see were definitely going to be first responders and uh, those people who deal with the wickedness of life and the terrible right. car accidents and the wrecks. And uh, once we sat down and put everything together, we end up pretty much at every camp about 25% are veterans. Uh, about 20, 25%, uh, we deal with those first responders and the terrible things of this world. But then that next 50% is everything you couldn't even imagine. It's, uh, uh, rape, uh, Mm. incest, being abused as a child, folks who've been an eyewitness to these types of things, people who were raised just, just unbelievable how that's all worked out. But the great news is all these people come together and they, they can see their need for what God can do for them. And that's that's our whole goal is to point people toward Jesus and say, this is something God can help you with and this is how he can help you. And what we've seen, I was telling someone the other day, it's a funny statistic that I never looked at and I'm finishing up a book right now that we're gonna use at your camp, as a matter of fact, here in October. But as I went through, one of the statistics that we had never looked at before is what happens with relationships. And this is what we found. This is a real neat thing, but 19 
uh, infantry Marines, infantry Army guys, Rangers, people who've been through the junk of life. 19 of them have married ladies who've been molested, uh, people who were hurt as children. And I mean, they're just living these great wow. lives. And wow. God's allowed me to bring two or three of them bring together. Bring them together. Because these are folks, uh, they get each other. They say, hey, we're messed up, and, and they admit it, and we need God's help. And, and that's the difference right there is when you get to that point that we need God's help. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can't get through this alone. There's, there's too much to handle. And remember what came in the Bible, you know? Yeah. It's just too much. Too uh, much. My punishment is greater than I can bear. Yeah. It's just too much. And so when we get to that point where we say, man, it's just too much, hmm. we need your help, God. And that's when it comes. So you're hearing Doug talk about these retreats all around the country. And ladies and gentlemen listening right now, there's going to be one here in October, which is very, very exciting. It's going to be October 3rd through the 7th, and it's going to be at Concordia Language Villages, which is just amazing. And Jeff, you know, how did you get to know about Doug and his ministry? Just briefly, how uh, did that Through happen? a mutual friend of ours, actually, okay. yeah. Um, I had been... I had started our military outreach ministry here in Bemidji. Um, it was just, you know, going to visit veterans and uh, uh, wherever they might be at nursing homes, hospitals, okay. you know, that type of thing. Just going out and meeting them and uh, get a conversation started and, you know, see where God takes that. If we can, you know, introduce the gospel, find a lot of guys, uh, especially veterans, who are already saved. You know, these guys have already yeah. got a spiritual background and stuff, and you can start building off of that and uh, just really fun stuff. But it was, I wanted to do more with the ministry. And, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, th- th- this is good, this is great, but there's got to be more to it. And so um, uh, our, our friend um, Pete Nugent, he uh, said, you need to go look at Doug's uh, Wounded Spirits ministry. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I'd heard Doug before. We weren't really close friends at that time, but we were. I had heard Doug preach before when okay. he, uh, he was involved with uh, um, Armed Forces Baptist Missions, and, and he'd come into church and visit and preach and stuff. So anyway, I'd heard him and I knew about him. So I went and looked at the website and saw that he had a, con- or a um, conference coming up in again in, in Wisconsin at Camp okay. Joy. And so I think I sent you an email or something, and I said, "Hey, is this open to anybody?" Mm-hmm. And uh, so. I went to the camp, and it was uh, it was like, yep, this is exactly wow. what we're supposed to be, the, the next direction that we're supposed to be going that, that needs to be incorporated into this ministry, or at least the next part that I need to be involved in okay. um, for the ministry. Um, whether or not, you know, I'm still trying to, to figure out if that's what God wants us to do is incorporate it into the ministry that we have right here in Bemidji or just for me to be a part of that and, mm-hmm. and to incorporate that. But it was one of the catalysts to, to get me back into school, you know, to go back to, uh, to school and get my degree for a, to become a social worker and a mental yeah. health therapist. Um, you know, everything is, has become kind of trauma-focused through my academic uh, career. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, everything is aimed at that, helping veterans, helping um, those that are struggling with PTSD. So okay. um, it's been a really, really crazy journey, really. Well, and it was, and then these retreats. When was it when you went to it? The one in Wisconsin uh, the, was that four or five retreat, years ago? The first one I went to was in uh, the summer of 2018 at Camp Joy. Okay. And then I followed that up again with uh, the one down in Louisiana at Southland. And, um, um, yep, down in Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. Yep. Well, you, you saw them firsthand, became passionate about it, and said, okay, I think it's, yeah. let's, let's try to do one up here. And uh, I know you looked at a lot of venues 
And the Concordia Language Village, I guess I never would have even thought of that. I didn't either. It's just but amazing. I was talking to uh, Rich Siegert about holding one in the uh, the Hampton Inn. You sure, know, it's like, sure. what if we rented a wing there? And he's and he looked at me and he goes, have you looked at Concordia? <laughs> and I was like, no, why would I? Yeah. And uh, so um, I we did. We, we pulled up the website and we looked at it. And I was like, I got to go look. You know, so yeah. I got a hold of Warren Schultz over there. And he's like, come on down. And, and he gave me a tour of the whole place. And uh, yeah. we got to working with Warren. And, and I said, the Russian language village is going to work for us. Yeah. Well, Doug, yeah. you were there yesterday. And yeah. uh, it's, it's really going to be amazing, isn't it? I, I think it's the best facilities uh, that we'll use. Wow. Up to this point in the United States, it's just fantastic. Everything's spotless. You know, one of the things you want when when you're dealing with folks with PTSD, you want them to come to an environment where they feel safe. Yes, uh, to come to an environment you feel like you know no one's going to come into that area. It's 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 an area that has log cabins. It's a brick building. It's uh, it's just wonderful. I mean, it's secure. It's right on a lake. It's calm. It's peaceful. It's outside of town enough where. Uh, you really get a wonderful feel where you can fish, you can do different things on the lake, but it's close enough where if you need something, you can run into town real yep. quick. And uh, I think it's great facilities. I think the best we'll ever have. We mm-hmm. One of the things we do, too, that they offer theirs, we're going to break into groups. We're going to okay. have a men's okay. group and a ladies' group. So the way we approach this PTSD thing is we've found that we do a lot better if we do like an introduction. This is what we deal with. So we okay. always tell people. This is what we deal with. We start by saying, remember, there's a trauma that caused PTSD. There may be more than one. Some people have, you know, Mm -hmm. complex PTSD where they have more than one trauma that got them in their life. You know, perhaps somebody who had PTSD from the military and and military sexual trauma somewhere else would be a good example. First responders and plus people who've dealt with abuse in their life. And, And this is the oddest thing with PTSD is people tend to go to jobs even after they get PTSD, that, that puts them in that environment where you can get it again. Interesting. So we, we deal with these traumas that people that cause PTSD. So we introduce that. And then we introduce these triggers. So triggers is the next T that comes along. And these triggers come along and they they flip a switch. You know, so yeah. that, that a trigger may be for somebody who's been raped a certain cologne, a, a certain action, go into a certain place for uh, somebody who's been in the military, you know, fireworks mm. and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So we start talking about the triggers because people got to understand that this trauma caused my PTSD and this trigger brings it back. So yeah. I got to do whatever I can to stay away from these triggers. And then we go into now, and this is what we'll be talking about in October, the transition and the transition of of giving God these things, these terrible traumas. Yeah. These triggers that flip these switches and trust in God to take you to the next place you need to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, and really, that's what October is going to be all about. But then we break, as I was mentioning, men and women up because we find that women want to talk about women's stuff yeah, and they want exactly. to be comfortable to, to deal with some of the terrible things they've been through in life within their group and and men want the same thing you know men want that men comfort and so we, we're going to break out the the ladies and the men for two full days so that they can deal with the issues they've been through and one of the ways we attack this as well is we deal with case studies so we'll bring up the study of somebody we dealt with at another camp it'll have nothing to do yeah. with the people here and a lot of times it hits the people here because a lot of things are the same and uh, we'll sit around and say how can the bible and its promises how can god use the bible and its promises to help you mm-hmm. if this is what you dealt with and you'll be amazed when people start looking through the bible as a guide or as a regulation uh so to speak on how god can take you through those things yeah. and 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 that helps that transition all of a sudden you're you know you're looking at the word of god completely different you know we believe the word of god is all sufficient 
Uh, we, we think it's healing. We, we do believe in medicine. We believe in doctors. We work mm-hmm. hand in hand with them. But we think it's an amazing thing when you can sit down with somebody in the sufficiency of Scripture and say, I know this is what you've dealt with and you're not alone. It's not surprising mm-hmm. God. This is a trial that we're dealing with. And, yeah. uh, and this is what God has to say about your trial. And you've got some great materials that they'll get when they get there yes, sir. to follow along, to take notes. It'll make sense so they can take it with them when they go. You know, pretty powerful. You come in on a Monday night, and then it's right. done on Friday morning. Is that yes, correct? sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So we start with supper, then like an introduction to everything we're sure. doing. Get to know each other, and, and really it opens you up to a community. Yeah. And, and then and then we finish with breakfast on a Friday morning, and, and we do that because we, we graduate people. that Actually, there's an ability if you spend 12 hours with this and you're willing to take an exam and follow up. So if you're a pastor or a layman that's really interested with helping people, we can gift you a VA certification. We can get on the VA and say, I'm certified with this group to help out. Mm. And so we'll be doing that as well. So we tried on Friday morning to hook that group up. And one of the things we're doing behind the scenes here in town and something that uh, Brother Jeff is working on is we want to start a Wounded Spirits PTSD group right here in Bemidji. Okay. We want to have a group of people that, hey, I can go. You know, someone's looking out for me. You know, maybe a husband and yeah. wife starting with, with Jeff and his wonderful wife, Shar, And you know, someone you can pick up the phone and call someone who, you know, once a week, there's going to be donuts and a hot cup of coffee and an, and an open ear. Yeah. You know, you know, we need a community when you're dealing with PTSD. The biggest mistake I made is I wanted to lock it in, keep it to myself. And then you think, well, I'm crazy. I've got all this going on in my mind. I don't know why I'm suffering from this. I'm the only one in the world like this. And then all of a sudden, you know, you write a book and then everywhere you go, you, you meet 50 or a hundred people that are Hey, Doug, this is exactly what I needed. Yeah. You know, I've locked this away. I haven't done anything with it. And so it's a wonderful thing to have a community to help you. One of the things you guys are working on behind the scenes, too, is fundraising. Because it would be ideal if people could basically be scholarshiped and not have to pay. But there's going to be, obviously, a budget that has to be achieved. Right. And, Jeff, I know you're working on that. Uh, If someone's listening and wanted to help to scholarship someone to go or to sponsor it. I know even in the booklet, there's going to be uh, places to put an advertisement in there, you know, that kind of thing. There are ways that people can get involved financially, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, The easiest way at the moment, if you want to do it right now, um, just go to woundedspirits.com, woundedspiritsministries.com, and go to donate. I think it's donate. Right. It's a drop down don- menu. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. a drop down menu. Look for Bemidji Conference. Okay. And you can so it's get, already on there. It's already on there. And you awesome. can, I've gone and looked at it and I said, yep, okay, we can get in here and we can donate right then and there. Wow. Um, and then now as we get closer to the conference, we will develop an actual um, um, page on the website for the Bemidji Conference. We sure. just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're developing uh, the posters and the brochures and stuff. And we've got a Facebook page, um, you know, off okay. of my Facebook page for the Bemidji Conference. So you could go on Facebook and look that up and, uh, and get all the information, including the link to the website. Yeah. Um, so if you wanted to, if you just want to get some information right now, you want to start contributing right now, um, that's the fastest and easiest way. And we're going to make more avenues and, 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 and make that an even easier okay. um, approach yeah. to, to be.
be able to do that. Can they register for the conference already? Not too? yet. Okay. Not yet. Not that's yet. coming. Yeah, we have to. We have to actually build the page on the on the website to to be able to do that. So we're not okay. quite there yet, but it's coming. Yeah, we we, we will be it. we'll be there uh, probably by the end of the weekend. But I, I just want to say for people who want to give as well, it's a five hundred one c three. You'll you know you'll immediately get a receipt uh, for your tax purposes. And you know you can give mm-hmm. up. I think in America in two thousand twenty two, you can give up to half your pay actually in mm-hmm. donations. Uh, to a group such as Wounded Spirits and, and get a get yeah. complete tax benefit from that. Excellent point. So if you want to give, and also if you want to look at a quantity number, and these were numbers, part of this, part of the reason we don't have the page up for the Bemidji camp, and we'll, we'll try to get that up today or tomorrow, but part of the reason we didn't have it up as of today is we just got the pricing last yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. So so just to let you folks know, if you want to give and, you, and your family says, we want to help just one person, if you give $500, that will bring a person to camp. And uh, it will cover all their expenses, their food, their lodging. Uh, we don't charge anything when we come in. Uh, you know, there's no money being paid to the speakers. It's all volunteers, people who've been down that road, uh, people who are certified folks. And uh, there's not a penny of any of that money that goes to anyone. So if you and your family's in a position maybe to help someone out, for every $500 you give, uh, you're taking care of a person to go to camp. For every $250, you are giving a uh, half a person. Yeah. So give today, and we'll make sure that we get out there all the time, especially on Jeff's Facebook page. They start for Bemidji Camp, mm-hmm. uh, w- Wounded Spurs Bemidji Camp. Make sure you go out there, and we'll update uh, all the time. And we'd love okay. your help, and we honor that. And uh, we know that the Lord will use that money for for yeah. His glory. And if you are listening and you have a loved one that is struggling with PTSD for whatever yeah. reason, no matter where they live, yeah, you know, because you're going to have some people coming from quite a ways to this. Yeah. Isn't that fairly common for your camp? It is. Or? It is fairly common. We we will hit an area like Bemidji, and we were just talking actually before this, uh, before we went ahead and recorded this broadcast. We were talking about you know a hundred mile area. We may see two thirds of the group, mm-hmm. but that, I think we'll see people as far away as Fargo in one direction and, and yeah. going toward the Wisconsin border and perhaps down to Iowa. We're really going to hit Minnesota. And uh, it's an area we haven't hit before. So uh, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to do a complete mail out uh, by May to all the churches uh, in this area and within Minnesota and say, hey, we're doing this. We'd Mm. love to have you guys as part of this. It's really something. It's a wounded spirits retreat. uh, And it's all Bible based. That's just the way it is, you know. Uh, Doug, you know, when you think of PTSD, is it a mental thing? Is that is that where the problem is, is in the brain, or is it much more than just in the brain? You know, it, it's it's much more than that. Now, yeah. obviously, our, our brain controls an awful lot, uh, but we we deal with things like our, our nerves being on edge. Hypervigilance is one of the things people with PTSD deal with, with their heart races. And, and, and so it can be a whole body thing. But hmm. uh, the great news is God knows yeah. every system in our body. It's and, probably uh, different for different people, too. It is. You know? It is. We have people with racing hearts. We have people, uh, you know, it seems like hypervigilance affects everybody. So if, if you're that type of person who's been through a trauma, mm-hmm. you've been through something in your life, and you've always wondered, you know, why do I get so vigilant? Why am mm-hmm. I so wound up? And and I'm here to tell you it's exactly why. It's because you've been through something in your life, and, yeah. and, and we'll sit down with you and God and— uh, We'll do everything we can to help you. And with that follow-up group here in town, and, and we'd love to hear from pastors and, and folks who yeah. want to be involved with that. We'd love to talk to them and, and uh, how they can be part of it. So usually what happens is about half the people who come to the camp are dealing with PTSD in earnest. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're going through it. 
And then about half the people come say, we want to help. Yeah. We want to be part of the solution in Bemidji and here in Minnesota. We want to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and from a conference like this, we'll have two or three groups that meet once a week. Some people do it during Sunday school at a church. Other towns do it. They'll, they'll have a building that's donated to them on Thursdays, Thursday nights or something. They'll have coffee, donuts, and they'll get together. We've just come up. So we have a daily podcast called Help the Wounded Spirit. Mm. So if you go out on Apple or Android uh, and you type in Help the Wounded Spirits, Mrs. Wesco, the, some of the music I left behind here, and mm-hmm. I didn't tell you folks about it, is a lady whose husband was shot at point blank range in front of her in Cameroon while she was a missionary, Stephanie Wesco, W-E-S-C-O. Her and I do a podcast every day, and we talk about the things of life, PTSD. Yeah. Here's the great news. On March 15th, we're releasing a 12-episode TV show. And the uh, uh, the filmmakers we use, the folks we use, the cameramen we use, the producers we use, did things like Facing the Giants, Prayer Room, oh, wow. uh, things of that nature. So those people actually volunteered for sure cost. Would, Sherwood Baptist folks. Well, yeah. the people who work for Sherwood <laughs> okay, Baptist folks, yeah, uh, not necessarily Sherwood Baptist, but the yeah. people who work for them and produce their videos sure. uh, are doing these. And so they're excellent. Jeff got, got to see a sample of it. Yeah. And uh, wow. it's just unbelievable. Right now we have three out of the 12 episodes done. And, and these episodes are going to stand as a catalyst uh, where somebody can watch a 43-minute episode and fill out their book as they go along in a church service and a nightly mm. meeting. Uh, right now, for churches who are working with us or groups that are working with us, we send a slideshow, and we have fill-in books called Helpful Wounded Spirits. We have Teacher's Edition, and we have Student Edition on Amazon that they can actually work mm. with somebody right now. We'll send them the uh, the slides to go through that talk about what they're going through and the books that you fill in the blanks on. Wow. And so that's all available right now. On. But it's but it, <laughs> but it's great to go forward and uh, to move forward and yeah. to look toward this Bemidji Conference, 3 October be part of that i know we're gonna uh we're gonna be praying along with you folks here in bemidji that we can help as many as possible amen woundedspirits.com yes the sir. website woundedspirits.com you can find all the details and then on facebook jeff is it wounded spirits bemidji bemidji conference yep wounded, wounded spirits, spirits bemidji conference got it got yep. it jeff meyer the local contact it's just great to have you here heading it up and yeah Good and to be here. Uh, yeah, awesome Appreciate that we it. know you as well as we do. Thank you for everything you do, Jeff. And Doug, God bless you. Thank God you bless for you. what you're doing. I suppose you've got a bunch lined up this year or conferences? We do. And it's uh, been weird with COVID. But. It's, it was real weird in 20. We still managed to pull off three in 20. Okay. Uh, 21, we had about 17. And, and we think we're going to finish 22, somewhere around 35 workshops wow. and conferences. So you're busy. Yes, okay. sir. All right. Anything else, Jeff, before we wrap it up? Not for me. All right. And if you want to contact Jeff, uh, you know, directly with questions or write big checks and give it to Jeff. Yeah. All you got to do is get a hold of us right here at your QFM. We know how to track him down. (laughs) Yes, we do. All right. Safe travels to you, Doug. Thank you, sir. Okay. When you come back in October, it'll be a little different. It'll look different outside. Okay. Just saying. This is your life. God's truth. Your QFM.